a listener production. This is Global Truths with Dr. Keith Souter. We focus in this podcast every week on international relations, international stories, international themes of intrigue, something that's happening around the world. We zero in on it and Dr. Keith breaks it down. Uh, Dr. Keith Suda is a master on this stuff, three PhDs in international relations and subject matter expert and just all-round awesome bloke. (laughs) (laughs) And I've also been a media commentator for years on this stuff. This is why we know each other, Keith. We work together on television, obviously, this podcast as well. My name's Kate Mack. Let's get into this today. Um, UFOs. This is something I never thought I'd be discussing with you, by the way, so I'm a little nervous. And it's a subject I never thought I'd be discussing either. (laughs) But everything changed on June the 25th this year when the Pentagon issued a report on what they call unidentified aerial phenomena rather than unidentified flying objects. UFOs were now up to UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. The background of this is that last year, uh, Senator Marco Rubio, who's a Republican, uh, inserted into financial legislation the request to the Pentagon to produce a report on all the uh, reports that they were getting from defence personnel about UFOs. Now, of course, the US Senate is usually split on most issues, but on this occasion, the Democrats came in to support the Republicans. So so we had this bipartisan agreement. The uh, Pentagon had to go ahead with it. The document was produced on June the 25th this year from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. It's available on the internet. Preliminary assessment, unidentified aerial phenomena. What it says is very little, but what it signifies is a great deal. So what it actually says is that they look at a number of incidents which they simply cannot explain. So we're talking here about defence personnel with very sophisticated technology. They are able to monitor what is going on. They've got targeting cameras, etc. This is all high-tech stuff. This is not somebody who's an eyewitness on the ground looking up at the sky. These are pilots or others, mainly pilots, who are picking this stuff up on their radar screens and their cameras. And they are moving at a faster pace than any other plane on this planet. They have no visible means of propulsion, and they have the ability to come down out of the atmosphere, go into the ocean, and then bounce back out again. This is what they're reporting seeing. This is what they're seeing. So these are the video recordings that have been available to the public. So... Everything has changed from June 25 because of this Pentagon report. Because the Pentagon is taking this subject seriously, I have to take things seriously. Look at the number of times we talk about the Pentagon or the US defence system, etc. Now we've got the US defence system saying, yes, there are certain things that are being recorded that we simply cannot explain. And so that that is why this has been such a significant document. Now, just changing a little, there is a, an American political scientist called Professor Alex Vent at the University of Ohio. He is an important person in the theory of international relations. I won't go into all of the, the stuff that he's responsible for, but 30 years ago, he helped to bring about a major change in how we think about international relations as an academic subject. And a few years ago, he picked up the subject of UFOs. And there's a, a TED Talk, a game which is available on the internet, in which Professor Wentz says 
I am a distinguished political scientist, but this talk could cost me my career. And he then went on to explain why it was essential for there to be an investigation into UFOs, even though he realized that this is a taboo subject. No money is made available from academic research foundations to investigate UFOs. So if you're an aspiring academic, you would never put in an application for funding to investigate UFOs. That will now change. In fact, it is already changing. Harvard has just announced that it'll work with Cambridge on looking at some of these issues. So suddenly, overnight, the situation is beginning to change. The Pentagon has brought UFOs in from the cold and UFOs are no longer a taboo subject. Now, this is because they've also, A, they've acknowledged that they exist or they're looking into them but not using the, the terminology that we associate with, you know, the X-Files and all of Hollywood and, you know, all the conspiracy yeah. theories. They're not, they don't want to use, they don't want to think, they want to go anywhere near that terminology, but they're saying that... There are things, there are phenomena that they cannot explain. But what are they calling them again there? Unidentified aerial phenomena. Unidentified aerial phenomena. So we're talking about UAPs rather than UFOs. Precisely as you say, because UFOs have got this rather spooky image and it's, you know, popular entertainment and all the rest of it. So the Pentagon has, has simply gone for a new title, but it's basically the same thing that we're talking about. And what is happening is that suddenly so many other American defense personnel are coming forward and saying, I did not report this incident because I feared I'd be laughed out of the barracks if I had made my own investigation public or at least reported it for official purposes. And now suddenly people are coming forward. So we've got now a lot of information in government files. It's interesting, by the way, the Australian National Archives have just got in on the act. They've published a report from a a police officer who was on duty in uh, July 1960 at the secret Maralinga British Nuclear Test Facility in South Australia. And Constable Hubert Scarborough reported on seeing a strange object. Investigations were made, but then the document was filed away. Now you can get it on the internet. So this stuff is now becoming more respectable to talk about it. And, of course, you've then got this avalanche of material coming forward. Now, Wendt's argument, which is the one that I endorse, it's not to say UFOs exist or they don't exist, that the earth is under threat from aliens or whatever. Uh, It's just simply to say, let's just find out what's going on. Just as simple as that. As a pure academic, you're just simply asking, let's carry out investigation. Let's provide academic funding into this area. As I say, Harvard and Cambridge have now decided in the last few weeks to go down that path, partly, I think, in response to Marco Rubio and then the Pentagon report. But let's have more money made available to enable people to go over the stuff that's already existing in government files and encouraging others to come forward with what they know. You're listening to Global Truths with Dr Keith Suda. We're talking about... Oh, now I need to remember it. Don't tell me. <laughs> unidentified, no, unidentified yeah. aerial Real. phenomena. UAPs. Yep. UAPs, not UFOs. Not UFOs, but, but they are UFOs. They're essentially <laughs> the same thing. But yeah. they've been finally acknowledged by the US government that they are personally investigating accounts by Defence Force 
which are unexplained. Exactly it. So they're unexplained. We don't know what they are. Professor Went a few years ago said, well, look, let's rather than just sending all these long-range projects out into outer space looking for intelligent life, let's just spend a bit of money seeing what's coming to visit us. They're on our doorstep. Let's just find out more about it. And as I say, when he gave that, that TED Talk a few years ago, it could have cost him his career. Uh, luckily, he enjoys such um, a standing within international relations as an academic that it, it didn't cost him his career. He's still at the university. And, of course, now the Pentagon has come forward and said, yes, there are things at the moment we simply cannot explain. And so suddenly it's now, suddenly I'm obliged to start talking about UAPs or UFOs because if the Pentagon is talking about it, I talk about it. So assuming this would have been signed off for a huge policy shift like this to be much more transparent on the idea that that UFOs, using the traditional wording, exist and actually saying we're going to look into it, and we have been looking into it and validating, you know, issues that have been talked about in the media for many, many years. That must have come from Joe Biden. He would have known something about that, wouldn't he? Or not Not that high, do you think? No, no. I, th- I think, well, for a start, we know that governments have been collecting information on UFOs. It's just they're not making it available. So the British have had their own research project. The Americans used to have what they called the Blue Book Project, again, not easily available in the public domain. And the Soviet Union also carried it out, and we think also the French. So you had a number of governments carrying out these investigations, not being terribly clear on what they were finding out, so they decided not to make it available to the public. You've got to bear in mind that bureaucrats, the deep state, rather than politicians who've got the concentration span of a flea, but the, the deep state has a long memory and I think probably took the view, we don't want to scare the general public. We can't explain it, therefore we don't want to go public with what we don't know. And Marco Rubio last year, remember this is before Biden is in the White House. Uh, This is while Trump is still around, although Trump wasn't involved in any of this. This is just simply the politicians responding to pressures from their constituents. And so Marco Rubio then called for this investigation. And so the bureaucrats have had to come a bit clean with their files. Remember, there's, there's a lot of stuff that we still don't know about, including while we're into conspiracy theories, the whole assassination of President Kennedy. The Congress mandated as a result of a movie that was made on the death of President Kennedy, Congress mandated that CIA would make available all their files on the Kennedy assassination in 1963. CIA have refused to do so. (laughs) Even though it's a clear congressional instruction, CIA have said, no, we're not in a position to make them available, even though the legislation goes back many years. So, So surely that feeds conspiracy theory. Absolutely. Because there is this feeling that you've got governments that are hiding things. Not the politicians. Remember, that they're, they're, they're out of all of this, that they're, they're just not informed. The standard example is the Five Eyes Agreement, which was entered into in the 1940s between the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand and Canada. And no politician was, taught, was told about that until the 1970s. So it took 30 years for this information to come out. I was actually sitting beside a, an Australian cabinet minister when this came to light at a public statement. Uh, I am to know the presenter, which is Professor Des Bohr. The late Des Bohr was the Australian expert on the subject. So I, I'd known Des at Sydney. And uh, Des started talking about 
what's what's in these books. And I had this politician sitting beside me saying, we never get to hear about this in Cabinet. No, of course not. You don't tell politicians things like this because they approach every issue with an open mouth. You'll end up with references in people's memoirs, etc. So you keep quiet about this stuff. So this top secret agreement between those five countries on intelligence sharing kept was kept secret for 30 years. It was only academic researchers like the late Des Ball in Australia that managed to bring this out into the open. So I'm saying the same now is perhaps beginning to occur with UFOs. That the governments have got lots of information. They can't explain it. Therefore, they're wanting to keep it to themselves until they can come forward with a clear explanation. And so Marco Rubio, to his credit, was able to, to force a, a more of a public debate on this. Now, my hope is that the politicians will continue to keep the pressure on the Pentagon so that we get more, more detailed studies, list all of the events, and just build up a momentum. This is what Professor Went was calling for a few years ago in his TED Talk. So this is when you say that Harvard and Cambridge, like two of the leading universities in the world, many would argue, are going to collaborate on, you know, investigating, you know, any sightings you'd think, or the, and this Defence Force in America, what they have seen over the years as well, and the evidence that exists that these UFOs exist. Do they decide of their own accord to work together? They see an issue and go, oh, this is going to be meaty, let's, let's get our names involved with this, let's get into it, or does the American government, you know, would they have gone to them? No, I think I think Harvard and Cambridge simply made up their own mind to go ahead. They're only talking about the research project. We don't know the full extent, the amount of funding, et cetera, that's involved. But in a sense, they've now been given permission to talk about it because of the Pentagon report. That's why I say how much the change occurred in June of this year when the Pentagon came clean with its report. And it's now respectable for academics to talk about UFOs or at least UAPs. So it really is quite an interesting turning point, and I've got no idea where it's going to lead us. But it's, I think it's a very interesting line of inquiry, bringing the subject in from the cold. And I congratulate the Pentagon and Senator Marco Rubio, the Republican. It's just such so, a big shift after, like, <laughs> honestly, like decades and decades yep. of pretending it didn't exist and conspiracy theories and... You know, we had at sunrise, and I don't know, you, well, you probably were you probably on that day when I was working there, we had an ex-pilot on the show talking about what he had seen. You can't help a lot of people but ridicule. Yep. But he was 100% legitimately, he was in the sky and had uh, every detail covered of what he had experienced up at there at that altitude mm. in a, another flying object flying near him. And, and he's a very courageous individual because, as they say in the US, you get laughed out of the barracks or would have done. Now it is beginning to change. And one of the worries that some of these pilots have got in the US Air Force is the risk of collision at high speed with these objects. So it, it, for me, it's, it's a really fascinating time that we can now talk about UFOs. And I thank Senator Marco Rubio and the Pentagon for bringing the issue in from the cold. Mm. And uh, this is definitely a case for Watch This Space because there'll be lots of updates, no doubt, on this one. Absolutely. Global Truths was presented by Dr Keith Souter and me, Kate Mack. Produced by Matt Dwyer. Audio production by Darcy Thompson. Listener.